run it, run it down my leg. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper, smooth as butter for your turd cutter. <laughs> Charmin Toilet Paper. That was tweeted at us from our good friend, Stefan Litt. Uh, Stefan uh, is a big, great, great shithead fan of us. He came to the live show. He's also a professional drummer, so he's got a near and dear place in my heart as a as a pretty mediocre to sub mediocre drummer. Uh, but that's a great slogan. I love that that slogan. was a really good one. Um, thank you for sending us all of your charm and slogans. Thank you for tweeting at us at the Doug Mand and at Jack Dolgen. Thank you for calling us on the shit hotline at one seven eight six Hold It N. That is the letter N. And thank you for emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And thank you for visiting us at our new website, dutycallswithdougman.com, which I'm happy to say is kind of running now. (laughs) (laughs) There are two things on it, and I'm still confused by it, and it's not incredibly impressive yet, but uh, it's there, it exists, and there are things on it. Great. And that's... A lot for me to say. <laughs> Congratulations on making that happen. I know you put a lot into that. <laughs> Are you being facetious right now? No. You're not? No. It's a sh- It's sad how much I put into it and how little there is to show for it. But yes, it's true. Um, we're back in the studio. It's nice to be back with you, Jack. It's good to be here with you. Yeah, last time we were live. Last time we were live. And I am s- just stopped sweating from being on stage. I didn't realize how a tuxedo can really just magnify. It's a heat box. It's insane. It's like wearing a large microwave. Yeah, when we wear the tuxes in here, we have the AC pouring right Yeah, like right us. now yeah. while we're in tuxes, you yeah. know, that, it's great. And neither of us wear underwear, but... Sure. So it, so it breathes, but, you know... <laughs> On stage. Under those hot lights, we were, we were twice-baked potatoes up there. <laughs> um, uh, how are things with you, Jack? What's been going on? Things are pretty good. We had dinner last night. Yes, we did. And uh, it was a nice group. We had a nice, nice dinner. And you were talking, we started talking a little bit about what happened to you yesterday at SoulCycle. Yes. And can you just go what through happened with, in, okay. with me what happened? Okay, what happened to me at SoulCycle, when I go in the morning now, usually I'm just shitting there before class. I'll shit there, which is a heavily uncomfortable shit because you have to wear those, like, bike shoes that stick up. and It's, it's like a spin class, right? It's a spin class, yeah. But it's before, but there's, like, it, there's also means there's, like, 50 people outside waiting to go into this small, hot room. Right. So I shit there before, did the class. You, No one's ever sweat like they do at SoulCycle. You, it, it is the most intense workout I've ever seen and yeah. ever been a part of. It's like being in a tuxedo during a shit podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost that bad. Uh <laughs> I was done with the class. I sweat through my shirt completely and my pants. Like, I mean, like, drip. Like, you could wring my shirt out. Started walking to my car. Um, I live six minutes from SoulCycle. Got to my car in the parking lot and thought, not going to make it. Not going to make what? I'm not going to make it home. if I In your I, car, yeah, six-minute drive. Yeah, I just not, it's not worth it, and it's, uh, I'm feeling real uneasy about this shit that's brewing in me. And I've already opened the floodgates by having my already my shit in the morning. So, like, my butthole's open, ready for business. I mean, they're already serving burritos to customers. <laughs> and, uh, and so I walked back in and took what was the sweatiest shit I believe. It, I think I called Guinness Book World Records, and they told me <laughs> that they're, they have to check with their guys what might have been the sweatiest shit in the history of mankind. I was sl- sliding off of the fucking seat, and there was a puddle forming... By my feet where my nose was just dripping water like a faucet. And I shit. And then I sent you a picture of myself shitting. Right. 
because uh, I also just look like I had just been through a battle. Will you put the photo you sent me of you sweaty? Yes. So it's like up on the website? Yes, so I will put up that picture. That. That's a that's a, a promise, which is, is pretty strong, I'd say. <laughs> um, great. Well, we got a great show for you today. We got Jay Sue Park, who is a really, really funny actress. She is also the wife of Randall Park, who brought us into our 100th episode. We loved him. We met her. She's the best. And we're like, you got to come on the show. She came on and just told us such a great story that really kind of blew Jack and I away. Uh, on a lot of levels. So here she is. I think you're really going to dig it. Jay Supar. We're here with uh, Jay Supar. Jay, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're so welcome. This is, thank you um, for having me. Yeah, you're, you're super funny. Um, we met a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, your husband, Randall, came and did the show. And the I had 100th a, show. The 100th episode show. of yeah. the of, uh, of Duty Calls at the Upright Citizens Brigade. And he was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and he and he brought you. And immediately I was like, you were like so into duty. I think within yeah. like That's three a- seconds of meeting you, you ju- we started talking about shit. And, and it was just, in it such was a great just, way. No, yeah, it was awesome. If, like, if, well, any, if anything, it was us pushing you to do the show. Well, I felt like it was a safe place to yeah, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, like, where is, where else can I talk about it? You know? Randall said, "You have you have to listen to a few." Well, he wanted to listen to a few before he decided to got do on it. the show. Yeah. yeah, so he made me listen to one. And was Courtney the first one he made you listen to? Uh, actually, Tess. Oh, I Tess. To Tess, because oh. Uh, because we had just seen her and met her because she did a thing with Marcus Ray, right. oh, the Manny Pacquiao story. thing. Yeah. Uh, if you don't uh, know, we're talking about we're talking about Tess Paras, who was on uh, Duty Calls a while ago. If you haven't heard it, maybe press pause here, go listen, then come right back. It's all free anyway. It's an amazing story that involves being in a costume. Costume. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you listen to Tess first, and then you listen to Courtney, and then Courtney King, and then Courtney's um, gave me constipation because she had. It's the most extreme story of constipation I say I've anything, ever heard. Obviously, but it's an yeah. amazing. It's the most extreme constipation story I've ever heard. Yeah, I felt like I had to go to the bathroom all the time, just like emotionally and mentally. Uh-huh. But then, so <laughs> I don't think I had constipation. It was just like I felt like I had to go, but I, there was nothing in there. After you heard that story, yes. you had you had the urge to go, yes. and then every time you sat down, it was like not. There's nothing because I didn't really probably had to go. The brain is so but be- powerful. Yeah. Wow. And How so long did I that thought last I had constipation. For? Probably for about two days. Wow. Two days with phantom shit. Just kind of. <laughs> yeah. That's and sometimes unreal. I would and sometimes it would it would come out, but then I thought, there's gotta be more. You know, because it felt like there it was felt more. like <laughs> yeah, there's gotta be more. We've all so had it that feeling. Really like That's screwed it? me up. I usually <laughs> I usually think to myself, there's gotta be less. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. I have like a good fart story. Well, that we'll start since it up. We're here, and it's very, very quick. That's fine. But, Most farts are. <laughs> but um, I was like in an elevator, or I was I was the only one going into an elevator mm-hmm. at this place that I worked, and it was like on the 14th floor or something. So I had some time, but I had to fart really badly. But it was just me, <laughs> you know. So I thought, There's okay, your you know what? Elevator. No. I'm gonna let it out because <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like I really have to fart. Obviously, it stinks like to high heaven but then i didn't think that i had to it's gonna open like you don't think that far ahead when you're on the 14th floor that it will open and then so halfway down i thought oh my god what if there's like a bunch of people waiting like what just just 
what do I do? Because I can't blame anybody. The thing about being like a petite Asian woman is that you can always blame people. No one's gonna. Like no, no, no one's gonna think yeah, that no horrific think... fart came from you. Why? Like, you can blame it, 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 it is a cultural stereotype for sure. I'm not. No, I'm. 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 No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at a little. If I'm looking at two people, one of them is a little Asian woman. Then she. She did it, but She's, nobody will. No, if there's two, I'm saying if, if it's, if, it's oh. if if you are not the only person there, I'm thinking whoever it is. It's definitely them, not the little Asian woman who, exactly. who made the yeah. stinky fart. Yes. Yeah, yes. totally. Anything though, <laughs> stinky fart, ran over a cat. I mean, whatever. It's anything mm-hmm. atrocious. Mm-hmm. It's never them. So if it were another person, yeah, I could have just left, and people would have thought that. But I was like, it's it was. Bob from I was the only person, right? So of course. It opens, and there's, like, five people waiting oh, to mama. get on the thing. What do I do? I just ran out. Like, well, I just, what can I do? You I ran out? out I just ran out. That, let out. me tell you, you did the worst thing you could have done. Uh, door opens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think we all know who did it yeah, then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I screamed, and yeah. I ran out. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Did you hear yeah. anyone say, like, oh, man, that's the worst. When you hear someone, like, when you leave a place and someone goes, <laughs> What happened? That's like the most shameful moment. I wish you had just said, "Don't I, go in there." Yeah. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> like what are they going to do? That probably would have worked. I, I, yeah. You know what? Take the stairs. I, I, that would have. I'm going to take the stairs. Something happened here. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is with people. Now I know. Yeah. I can do that. I didn't even think of that, but because but I didn't one. have that much time, I had like six floors to yeah. think about this. It's okay. Just just rest sure you you pick the worst option. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thought that they were like, well, didn't didn't I wasn't gonna blame it on her because she's, she's small and little Asian, Asian, but, Asian woman. but now she ran and with a with a little squeal, she must have been the farter. I had no idea about the past that the petite Asian women get. I've done terrible things in public. And yeah. No one thinks it's me. That's yeah. how I know. That's your invisibility cloak. Um, yeah, pretty that's much. Amazing. Pretty much. That's great. Um, so let's get into the shit story. Let's do it. So basically, uh, my last year of college, I my last quarter, I decided that I was going to backpack around Europe mm-hmm. as a gift to myself, and because I was just so cool, mm-hmm. you know, cool this people. Is really cool, this is yeah. cool. People do that. I totally was totally cool. You know, in the drama department, I just thought I was just cool. You Where'd know, you I wore black all the time. Um, UC Davis, because <laughs> UC Davis is yeah. like the you known hubbub of artists. And you artists. wore black everywhere. <laughs> For those <laughs> listening at home, she's in all black. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, and I'm smoking a cigarette yeah. as well. UC Davis, probably the worst place to wear all black all the time, too. It's like sunny yes. and like gorgeous all the time. Yes. I just imagine yes. you're just sweating and just, just to yeah. prove a point. Just to prove a point that I, like, I was. I'm an actress. I'm an actress. I'm depressed. Yeah. I, I think I was clinically depressed. Sure. But, well, you know. You're talking to two guys who know what that's who about. Do you know? <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. And, but I, um, I had no money. But my friend's uh, father lived in Switzerland. Good start. So she said, I'm going to go. Why don't we meet up in Switzerland, and then I'll backpack around Europe with you. This will be our home base. And I was like, what a fabulous idea. Mm -hmm. How do I do this? Well, um, I thought it would just be a brilliant idea to get a couple of credit cards and and take this trip because— Open up a few cards. You know, I mean, why not, right? (laughs) Because this is my theory. I thought— well, after I graduate, be, because work. they were like, you know, just specifically to me, they were like, no interest for a year. Okay? No interest, uh, right. no uh-huh. interest for a year. You didn't so know that I meant thought, as an actress. <laughs> 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 well, I, 
I just thought, you know, I'm going to get an amazing job. I, obviously, college degree. I'm going to mm. get an amazing job. I'm going to have a whole year to pay this off. Right? I already have like, my wardrobe already picked are out. You, are you guys idiots? Like, you're going to give me a yeah. whole year? Yeah. Uh, you don't pay You it just off. gave me a free trip. Uh, uh, losers. <laughs> exactly. And if you don't pay it off, you're a beating agent woman. It's not like they're going to know it was you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Just yes. give the bill This, this is the metaphorical sh- uh, farting on, on all the credit card companies. <laughs> Um, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, so you open up a couple credit so cards. So I open up a couple wow. of credit cards and I decide to go to Europe. You know, saving money was basically just buying packs of cigarettes because that was cheaper than getting food. So oh. um, <laughs> because so it was just like I lost like uh, 20 pounds on the trip, uh-huh. you know, just walking. And, and I was walking so cool. Smoking, I was so yeah. cool. And, you know, eating bread here and there. Yeah. And so it was like three weeks we were going to end in Paris mm-hmm. because Paris is, you know, the city the of lights, it's end. the best place, you know. We were exhausted and she was really getting on my nerves at this time, but I was like, we're in Paris, we have to go to the Eiffel Tower. Sure. La Tour Eiffel, as mm-hmm. you know. Thank you. Right. My third year Happy French. someone said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But on the way there, I was like, you know what? This is like um, my last night here because the next day was going to be the last day. Let's, like, actually have a good meal. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go out. Let's have a good meal. So she's like, okay. So we go um, kind of looking around, and then I see this Korean place. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, in Paris, you know. But I think there are actually a lot of, you know, Koreans and Asian people in Paris. Mm-hmm. So um, so she's like, okay. You know, when in Rome. So, mm-hmm. yes. When in Rome, get Korean food. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they when say. When in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> When in Paris, um, you're gonna want to try the Korean. <laughs> you're gonna want the Korean barbecue. You're gonna think don't. You think you're gonna think get you know French food, but but yeah. don't don't yeah. don't don't do what they do. I mean, it's our last oh. night, guys. We're gonna <laughs> do it a Parisian style yeah. before we go back to the L.A. area. <laughs> we found out we found what was called a Panda Express. Um, <laughs> Panda Le Express. Before I go home to my mom, <laughs> let me let me get some. You know, but you know, I have not had Korean food in a while. At this point, you it know. sounds like you haven't had food so, in a while. Uh, yeah, nor have I had food, but I didn't really think about it that way. So we go, and and I, you know, speak Korean to the, you know, the owner, and and it was, you know, it was good, and and so I was like, you know, we got to get to the Eiffel Tower before it closes. So we're walking to the tower, and then all of a sudden, like I get like a little cramp mm. in my stomach, and I'm just like, it, I, I'm gonna be fine. We're fine. So let's just like keep going. Was it a shit cramp? Was that cramp that first cramp? Was it? Well, that's a shit cramp, but I can yes. usually I can yes I can weather this. I can weather this. I'm going to weather the storm. I'm going to pucker up. Like it's going to be fine. I'm going to. How far are you from go, the Eiffel Tower at this point? God, I don't even remember, but it was still a little bit of a walk. A couple more minutes, and I'm just like starting to sweat, Ooh. you know. And I just know that when like your butthole is just like quivering, <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's just like. Sure. Hanging on for dear yeah. life. And, you know, You're it's just kind of like a dam. Dear, you're already it's, just yeah, like... It's like the dam is going to explode. It's going to break. And I'm I don't just, know how long we're going to hold this. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what are you doing sweat. up there? Hold the gate. <laughs> it's just one guy going like, <laughs> I've got no fingers left. Um, exactly. So at this point, <clears throat> are you thinking... Well, I'm thinking I got to find a bathroom. Got to find a bathroom. Right, I got to find okay. a bathroom. Where do I find a bathroom? So you're in the, are you in the city at this point? I've never been to, to yeah. uh, Paris, so I don't know. Like, are you, are you yeah, in, on a street? We're like, on a street. It's a lot like K-Town. But mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. the Korean food and everything. Mm-hmm. But, with better, all, but with better Korean food. <laughs> 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 
Um, and, um, but, you know, obviously don't speak the language. I mean, there's not gas stations, you know. I mean, I don't know where to go. And I'm just like, oh, God, you know, it's coming. It's coming. And I don't oh, know what God. to do. And Did so you tell I your just, yeah. And so she's obviously like, what, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what are we going to do? And then I just said, finally, I was like, I'm just going to have to go behind a tree. Wow. Like, I got to go behind a tree. And it was starting to get a little dusky. And so it was like, Dark-ish. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I got to do this. So, at, and at the point, I was wearing like a long sundress. So it was mm. like a long, like a maxi dress. Mm. So I was no. like, you know, it's... No, it's actually okay. not that thing. Just, you can just, you can yeah. actually just... I can go, actually... You can create yeah. your kind of own, like... Little tent, tent, little, little um, tent area. That's yeah. I think why they created the sundress so women could just. <laughs> shit. It was actually not. It was actually meant just as a practical thing for for women who lived in large cities who didn't have chance time to make it. Um, and uh, Zara bought it. And yeah. it just became yeah. huge for women, not for yeah. women on the go, but women who have to go. Are there a lot of people in the street at this point? You know, um, it was a while ago, so I don't really remember. Obviously, when you're in that mode, you don't you're not, really you're mm-hmm. not thinking about it. But I don't think there was. That many, like it mm. wasn't a crowded okay. street. So you find a tree. So I find a is tree. Is a tree like off of the street? Like I mean, like is this like a? It's there, like are off there, of are, a are there tree. apartments like N- around? No, there or were like... no, there were no apartments. There were no apartments. Okay. But so there was a tree, and so my friends like you know I'll just kind of keep watch. Sure. You do your thing. I have my tent. I'm mm-hmm. you know, and I said you know what I'll do. I'll just go. I'll use my underwear to wipe my butt. Throw it out. Run. Obviously, so people don't know that I threw out. Right. You'll do like you did in the elevator. In the elevator. Squeal and run. Right. Because it's proven, you know, (laughs) to work for me. I'm little in Asia. No one's going to think I laid that pile up there. No, no. So I was like, okay, what a great idea. So I do my thing and throw it out. I feel a thousand percent better. And I'm like, okay. Wow. I did this thing. I did it. Okay, so let's keep going before it closes, right? Unreal. So really, eye on the prize here. Yeah, eye on the prize. You shit outside, wiped your butt with underwear, yes. and you're like, we still got time we to still make got it the Eiffel Tower. At that point, I would have called it in. I'd be like, let's get the plane back. But this is my... <laughs> <laughs> but Doug, there's two weeks left. Now it's over. But Trip is done. But who knew? Like, at that time, I thought this might be my last time. Oh, no, I think it's great. Ever, right? So I'm like, okay, so we go. We go, and we make it. And we get in the elevator, and I'm thinking, And there was Whoo. a stench in that elevator when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> a little Asian woman went, came out, and I was like, you. I know it was you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think, you know, it's going it, to great. Like, we're going up, and everything is fine. Um, Viva la France. Yeah. And then— You um, have to say that in the elevator. <laughs> you, you do. You mm-hmm. do. And, um, and then, you know, a couple comes in, and this— Korean family, oddly enough, Koreans are following me everywhere in Paris. This Korean family with this little girl come in as well. And obviously we're going up the Eiffel Tower, so it's going to take a little bit of time. Sure. And so it's just silence, dead quiet. Everybody's just kind of, you know, looking around as Mm -hmm. they do in elevators with strangers. And then all of a sudden I hear the little girl telling her mom in Korean it smells like poo in here. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. And as soon as I heard that, just <gasps> my face was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Because 
And I'm the only one who can understand this aside from of the Korean course. family, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The white, my friend is white. Yeah. The, the white couple, nobody knows. And the mom's just like, shh, shh, you know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. be quiet. Like, oh, you know, yeah. don't, that's, you know. The mom's don't. like, well, that wasn't the Korean woman. <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't her. She's too short. <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds? So oh I'm just God. like, oh, God. And completely embarrassed. I don't know what to do. And she keeps telling her mom, it really smells like poo in here. Oh, my God. And I'm like, why does it smell like poo? And at, the, at this point, of course, I smell it too. Sure. Because I didn't think anything of it before. Mm-hmm. You're relieved. You go, mm-hmm. turns out I had a little bit of poo on my sundress. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I want to see the Eiffel Tower too. <laughs> So the elevator Stop, opens. <laughs> Viva La France! Once and you again, notice the, the poop poo. on it. Do you notice I, it? You know, I do a little bit because when we get off, I inspect my dress and there was a little bit on there. And it, it had become a little oh. bit crusty at this time. Where wow. was it on the dress? Like the bottom. The, the like, bottom. Yeah. Oh, I mean, drag. when I had. Sure. There, was, there must have been some projectile. I don't sure. know when I got up. It might it's have amazing there was only it. a little bit. There's a hundred ways it could have happened. Isn't it incredible how fragrant a small piece of... Oh, it goes a long way. It goes a long way. It's like a little cool water cologne. You just just need a little little poo water. It's just a little spritz goes a long way. I mean, that's wild. Well, that gives eau de toilette a whole other... Whoa, yay, I did it, I did it. You should be sitting here. Unreal. Um, So, yeah, so we got off, and obviously um, it was really windy because you're up top, and it was, yeah, thank God, and uh, on on my way down. I think I must have aired it out enough. Sure, you did kill some of it. So, yeah, so that's that's my poo story. Uh, Did you tell your friend ever, your, your white friend, that you're like, that little girl smelled my shit? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I was, I had gone through enough. No, I feel like you, I feel you. Thinking back on it, you know, and I, and I was thinking how, like, the irony of the story, or the interesting about the story is that, like, these Korean people had so much to do with the story. Like, oh my God. They kind of created the torment and uh-huh. then, you know, this adventure. And then I was kind of embarrassed and outed out by this Korean girl, you know, this family, and I was just thinking, you know, if I wanted all that, I could have just called my parents. Yep. You know, I, didn't, I didn't have to go to Paris. I, mean, <laughs> I had to go all the way to the most beautiful city in the world to just eat shit from Koreans. From Koreans. Oh so, my God, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. I'm really curious what was going on in your life at that time relative to your, uh, your own relationship with your cultural Identity mm. with your with your Ooh. with your excuse me, Jack. Oh, wow, someone has put on his wool blazer <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <you're> <laughs> with patches. You're you're what twenty one? Yeah, yeah, right? twenty one. Yeah, about to graduate college, and you're about yeah, to graduate college. Yeah. You're fine. You're you're experiencing sort of independence over the last few years, yeah. and you're deciding to take a trip through backpacking through Europe, yes. which is not your yes. uh, not your own personal uh, ancestral home, No, right? and it, yeah, and it's crazy thinking back that they let me go. <laughs> and well, they were okay And with you were it. drawn to Korean food. Right, so I'm yeah. just, so I'm curious, uh, because you encountered so many Koreans mm-hmm. on this 
in yeah. this night yeah. that was sort of like yeah. a very heightened night yeah. for you. Yeah. If there was anything going on for you during that time or on that trip that related to your cultural identity or ethnic you know, identity. You um, know, I definitely had a lot of issues with my family at the time, specifically my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I couldn't... Re- I, I lived in Davis the last few years, but I really had to fight for it. Um, my my dad where mainly... Were you, where were you... Where did your family Sacramento. Live? Okay. And we had moved to Sacramento. And the reason that I was kind of forced to go to Davis was because my parents opened up a store. They had... They were both let go from this company that they were at for like 15 years. And they... Um, so they decided to open a store. And what kind of store? Yeah, what kind of store? A convenience store. Uh-huh. Okay. Shocking. Um, and um, I um, had to work there. Mm. And because I had to work there, I couldn't, because I wanted to leave. I right. wanted to go to college. I wanted to right. be a kid. I wanted to um, be independent. Mm-hmm. You know, things that culturally um, you just don't do. You know, mm. I mean, uh, you know, not necessarily in Kore- Korean culture. I know like in um, Indian culture, you know, they stay home until they get married and things mm-hmm. like that. But my parents didn't expect me to move out. Right. You know, when you especially when I went to college. Right. Unless I went to Harvard. <laughs> then it was okay. <laughs> then it'd be okay. That's actually, that's in the Stanford. Korean handbook. <laughs> <laughs> if your kid goes to Harvard, literally, they go. can shit all over <laughs> you culturally. <laughs> they can say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck yes. you, fuck you, as long as you get to sh- go to their graduation. But exactly. you're doing theater at Davis. Yes, Different. which I didn't um, really do until the third year, once again, because mm. I was like, well, I mean, that that was also a cultural thing. I mean, it was a hobby, you know, that I did, that mm-hmm. my parents, you know, they'd come to see the shows and stuff like that. And they were like, oh, that's great. You know, what a great hobby. Like, mm. that's wonderful. It'll prepare well, you for to run a convenience store. Yeah. And, um, Sometimes and, you have to pretend that we're not out of canned soup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's not like my dad wanted me to take over the store. Sure. I mean, he wanted to, me to be a doctor. He wanted me course, to be a sure, lawyer. Sure. I mean, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. so, um, but he wanted me to work there. And because of that, I, I felt a lot of resentment. Mm-hmm. And I think um, my sister worked there as well. And um, there was just a lot of resentment, I think, kind of in the family. And then just that whole cultural idea of, like, I have to stay home. I have to be the dutiful daughter or I have or, you know, and I have to be perfect, you know, which I was kind of, like, struggling with before. And I know Mm -hmm. that, like, a lot of that is cultural, you know. I mean, I know, like, parents, whatever they are, obviously want the best for their kids. Right. Um, but I, but I, I definitely felt a lot of struggle. And then also in the theater department, I mean, I, I got a costume design degree because I thought you, you can't get a theater degree, like, you know, mm-hmm. but I was trying to make it be close and try it, to be practical, uh-huh. but still do the shows. Sure. Right, right. And, um, there were no Asian people in that department either. And uh-huh. so I kind of felt like, um, so it was like, oddly enough, like I was like struggling so much, like with my own identity but then I was feeling very accepted like Mm -hmm. in this community and I didn't I don't know I don't know if I consciously thought it was like a you know my own racial like you know identity and all that kind of stuff but I also grew up in Lodi and we were the um the only at that time the only um Asian family in that neighborhood Mm. so you had a lot of experience being the only 
Yes. You know. Growing up. And the push and pull between what you want to do with your life and what you're expected to do and the negotiation that you have with yourself on between those two things, sort of making compromises. I'm going to do theater, but I'm going to do costume design. I'm going to... Yes. And you're on this big trip. Yes. This is like the... Trip of independence that yes. young people mm-hmm. go on. They go on the. I'm going to Europe. You're smoking cigarettes. I'm yeah. cool, right? The hell you're with everything. The hell with everything else. Hell with everything hell else. With everything else. I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool. Like you're thinking about who you are. You're like you. That whole smoking cigarettes thing is, and you, you mentioned it a few times. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's like you feel cool. Oh it's yeah. All yeah. Of, it's all about like this it's is identity. who I am yes. now. Right. This is who I am now. Yes. Right. But at the end of the trip. The last night before you have to go back to reality mm-hmm. and go back to your Korean family. <laughs> and you decide you're going to have a nice meal. One nice meal, One nice in, meal Paris. in Paris. And you chose Korean food. It's amazing. That's People talk about the food in Paris mm-hmm. all the time. They never talk about the it's Korean the food. Best food in French food. Food in Paris is the best food in the world. Yeah, and you were like, "Well, you know," but there are some, there are, there, is, there are also a pocket of Koreans that make some stuff. And then I, you also said, "Like it was pretty good." It was just like, "Yeah, well, you know, Chili's is pretty good." You're in fucking Paris, spending money like it's water, and you chose, not my money. Yeah, exactly. You chose Korean food. Right. That is not that there is a reason for that. Yes. I, I, and I'm not smart enough to know what that reason is. I do think you there there maybe is something comforting in in this thing that you were running away from, right? And you're like maybe there was you know because when you're that age too, you are running away, and you're rebelling so hard, but also you miss your family, and that's mm-hmm. a fucking weird feeling because you don't want to miss them because it's like fuck them, yeah. But but then there's the smells of what your childhood was, mm-hmm. and like and then you shit yourself from it. I mean, it's so poetic. I, I think if we look at it as a, I think if we look at it as a dream, which mm-hmm. I think we can, because it was such a surreal. Yeah. It's sort of like a waking dream. This entire experience. Yeah. Like yeah. Everything was yes. so heightened, right? Mm-hmm. If we look at it as a dream, you go and you visit you you visit your sort of cultural touchstone, mm-hmm. right? Your 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 heritage or your family or whatever that is for you, and then you're and then you're making this journey. You're on you're on a trip, right? To find myself, to, you know, that's right. what yeah. you're right? on a trip to find yourself. And then then the last night of that trip, you're on a walking trip to this apex, mm-hmm. this tower, right? Yes. It's to the like, highest point, the highest point, which which I will also say is very phallic. And I think yes. if we're looking at it like a dream, there's a masculinity to the Eiffel Tower. And who did you have the biggest issue with? Your father. Right. Oh, wow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you shit yourself on the way there. And as you're climbing the tower. You as a little girl turns turns to you. <gasps> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what? How insane yeah. is it that it was a little Korean yep. girl? It wasn't an it, adult. In, it was. It, it was were, someone. It was. It was a little child at the beginning of her child. journey. Exactly. Yeah. It, was a, it was a child, an innocent child, who's sort of like calling you out and being like, "Something's not right here. Mm-hmm. Something smells. Smells. <laughs> Something <laughs> is off. The there is. Ch- the there is some this, yeah. sort of falseness." Or something, something is wrong mm-hmm. with this sundress, with this like mm-hmm. I'm free. I'm just a free breezy because it's uh, sundress. Because we all know that. Because we all know that. And I didn't have un- and I didn't have underwear on. So <laughs> I was really free. Yeah. Free. Yes. But we all know yeah. that's bullshit too. Because those those free twenty one year olds aren't fucking free. Nope. You're never. You're when not. you when you push that hard to be free. 
that means you are not free. That, oh my god! That by definition, yeah. now yeah. it's 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 ridiculous. If I like saw myself on that trip, if I saw myself in that sundress, <laughs> I would just I uh, like you oh my god! I want to punch you did, punch little her. Girl, I want to punch her. Little girl, yeah. you called it out. Little yeah. girl, you was like, what are you doing? <laughs> You it's smell really amazing. You, you, you smell like shit. <laughs> you fucking reek. Yeah. If you think this is the right way to do it, this is not right. You smell like cigarettes and shit. <laughs> also, you're going to be paying off this debt for 20 fucking years. Wow, she was so right. <laughs> she was you. That's, That's just re- smart. That is really very interesting. It's pre- and I didn't it's, even It's all too it is all too perfect it for like it to not to have so. for it to yeah. not to have any like yeah. It's, significant. It, it has, it's too significant. It's too interesting. I'm super impressed with your your single mindedness. Mm, I mean, you, you shit yourself in a foreign land. You shit next to a tree. You just did it. You felt better. You knew what you you needed to do. You needed to wipe yourself. And then you're like, no, we're still going to this place, which I think is really impressive. Mm. And I got that from my parents. I think I can mm, think sure. that now. Mm, you know, yeah. just like immigrating. I'm doing this thing. We're doing this. We got three kids, but we're going to do it. We're going to take care of them. We're going to sacrifice our lives and, like, go through so much. If that was me, I think at that age I would have probably been like, mm, I'm not going. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was not instilled in me. Right. right. Yeah. What yeah. was instilled in me was, like, be safe, be comfortable, and give up. And give up. <laughs> <laughs> above, above all else, in the give face up. of adversity, turn around, walk away briskly, and then turn that walk into a run and squeal before anyone can see you. Um, but I honestly think the trip was about f you, like to mm-hmm. everything, right? Like I can do this. I'm yeah. strong woman. Hear me roar. F-U I'm parents, 21, F-U 22. I think I'm like I. Know everything. Yeah. It's important I can to do have everything. that trip. You have you need to, to do take it. that trip. That was a good trip, and you're right. On yeah. the one hand, there's a deeper level where, like that, the little girl called out, which yes. is like you're full of shit. Yes. And boy, was yes. she right. And I was. And boy, yeah. And I and I was like, it's both. Um, it's both though. It's I mean, both. You, you I'm had, not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, no, no. It, you yeah, you no. weren't any more full of shit um, than any of us were at that age. It's that's just, just sure. what it is. But yeah. in fact, you were braver than most of us were because you still because <laughs> you still were like, fuck it, I'm doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't just stay and like let it life happen around you. You're yeah. like, fuck it. So yep. I mean, you. I mean, it's it's amazing what you did. And I, I I look at that story as an incredibly brave story. Thank you. Um, and I think it also did have to do with too. just the fighting with the cultural, just kind of that stereotype. Like what I was dealing with is like, you know, being an Asian woman. Of course. And, and also looking 12. I mean, at the time, I think I probably looked 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like telling everyone, you know, I can, I can do woman. anything. I'm a woman. I can do anything. I, you know, like don't, got all these credit don't cards. discount me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. <laughs> Zero interest for the first year. <laughs> You can't stop me. I can't um, you be can't stuck. stop me exactly. Um, uh, uh, but know, look, I just so shit on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not so fast. Oh, hey, that's oh. the, that little piece of shit is the anchor holding you down and saying, "Hey, just so you know, this ain't about you, girl. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than, it's bigger than, you. than you and your your fucking Marlboro tens. Your Marlboro like one twenties. This is bigger. It was. It really was. And it's, and you know what? You can run. You can run as fast as you want, but. <laughs> Everywhere you turn, there you are, right on the spot of your dress. <laughs> there it is. You can run. You can run. You can go run all the way across the world, but there you, but there you are still. You oh are. You're goodness. never going to escape who you are, 
where you come from, no. your most primitive, primal self. Right. Wow. You can you can dress as in as many black clothes as you want to. You can smoke as many cigarettes as you yeah. want to. Right. But there's still a piece of shit there that will smell up the whole room, and that's who you are. You're a piece of shit. No, you're, <laughs> no, you are. You, no, That's what I learned. No, you are what you're made of. You are. You are yeah. who you are oh, in, yes. inside. Yeah. And you can yeah. run away as fast as you can, but there's still who you are in the in in that speck of you. And uh, God bless you. It's true. That might have been the smartest thing I ever and said. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God this is recorded. Thank oh God. God. Well, and I just totally denounced it by saying that. So you have to add it up. I was so impressed that, that was coming out of my mouth. I couldn't believe it. Nothing undercuts genius like saying that was really genius. <laughs> no, I didn't say I didn't say genius. I said that's the smartest thing that genius. I ever said. I didn't say the smartest thing that anyone ever said. I don't think of myself as a genius, but fuck, that was super smart. That no. was smart. Um, anyway, it's it's such a great story. It's like, awesome, and, and thank you. I'm glad that we could yeah. be here. I think that we maybe discovered more parts of that story than you even realized were in there. So I, you did, I hope I, so. I, I didn't even. I never really even thought about it as, like, the little girl and, and all of that. But obviously, it probably takes people who are outside of it, sure. you know, to, to bring that up. I mean, the little girl, so I didn't even realize, too. That's brilliant, Jack. And I can say that that, that is brilliant. brilliant. That, like, that, I, that, that is amazing. I would not have I mean, what blew my mind that. was just that you picked Korean food in Paris. That, once like, again, and, was and, not and something that I would have thought was that, weird. I mean, that's... That <laughs> <laughs> you guys, for some reason, think that's weird. <laughs> it's insane. It is absolutely oh, cuckoo bananas. Okay. Um, but no, the, but it's great. It's, I, want, I want the name of that restaurant the next time I'm in Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, we're in Paris. What are we doing? We should be elbow deep in Korean food right now. What are we thinking? This is a waste of time. But there's all this cheese and great baguettes. And, oh, and, and wine. And, and wine. And yeah. No, no, no. What are you no. fucking talking about? Korean there food. are two Korean restaurants here, and one of them got two and a half stars in Yelp. <laughs> um, this is great, Jay. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Are you on Twitter? Is there anything we can... No, I'm not on Twitter, but I did a, a, a few films okay. that will be coming out next year. Can we talk about them? did um, The Big Short. I don't know short. if that yep. um, heard of a small film starring Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, Kristen Whoa, Mayo, whoa, whoa, Steve whoa, Carell. whoa. Well, you um, just mentioned the two hottest men alive. <laughs> Steve Carell. <laughs> Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> and directed by Adam McKay. Super hot. Holy shit, that's um, amazing. Congratulations. But, um, thank you. And then I did a small thing on a smaller film uh, called The Meddler, but that's um, starring other little-known actors, Susan Sarandon, J.K. Simmons. Whoa! Um, J.K. Simmons. But I have a tiny, tiny role, but my husband— matter. There is no small role. My husband— Only small pieces of shit on the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> that I know about. If that, um, if, you're, if that is your small role, then you're going to stink up the whole scene. I, <laughs> that's what you hope for. <laughs> that's a good thing, too. The Baby Mentalist is super funny. Is it still going on? Like, I've, I've, I I, well, I didn't know about it until later, but this it's a uh, it's from Channel One Hundred One. Mm-hmm. It's a show that uh, that Randall and Jay are in um, with our with daughter. your ba- with your daughter yeah. Ruby, and it's really fucking funny. Keep your eyes out for for Jay. She's she's awesome, and um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, that was Jason Park. Wow. You know, uh, it's just a story like that kind of like, 
Yeah. You really come, it really comes to life with, with all the layers, you know? So many layers. So cool. And I was so excited that she was, like, down to go there. Oh, us. yeah. She was, you know, you guys couldn't see her at home, but her eyes kind of widened when, when Jack first, you know, broached the subject of, like, think about everything that's happening in the story, and she hadn't thought about it that way, which is not uncommon for any of us. Like, right. most of the time, we're not looking at, you know, a, a story where you shit on the side of a tree thinking, like, well, what is you know, what else is going on? Like, really, what was going on in my life then? You, you just think, well, I ate something and I got caught in a bad place. But it's not always that. Right. And it was definitely not that in this story. Not in this story. So be sure to check out her movie. She's super funny. And um, keep listening to the show. Please keep emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. Keep calling us on the shit hotline at 1786-HOLD-IT-N. That is letter N. Keep tweeting at us at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. And go to our new and not that impressive website yet, <laughs> dutycallswithdougman.com, where I will put up a picture of myself from SoulCycle that I sent to Jack. Personally, just to Jack. Now I share with all the shitheads of, of a, a moment that I'm not entirely proud of. And you, I think the moment captured right before I slipped onto the ground for my butt. <laughs> Um, so, so please enjoy that. Please send, keep sending us your charming slogans, your stories. We love them. We read them all. You guys are the best. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, it's free and it, it only costs you one click of an index finger. And it's really great. If you haven't given us a review yet, please do that. Give us uh, stars on iTunes. All this helps get the word out about the show. And Jack and I run on approval. That's our bodies move on approval, especially me. So thank you all for listening to the show. And until next time. Hold it in. You're going to make it.